I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. So just weeks ago, Democrats were concerned they were going to lose the midterm elections. And then there was a raid on Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And then Democrats decided to turn MAGA Republicans into domestic terrorists that are a, quote, threat to a democracy that they, of course, claim they love so much. And Donald Trump Republicans hate it and are trying to destroy it. I want to take you back to August the 21st. And this is when things started to change quickly because Democrats realized they were in trouble. On Meet the Press, Chuck Todd started his show by saying this. We are less than three months before the midterms, and our brand new NBC News poll paints a pretty bleak picture. Americans are angry, they're disappointed, and they are worried about the future of this country. Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction, and once again, Three out of four Americans say we're on the wrong track. In fact, this number, never before in our poll, has this wrong track number been over 70% for this long. It's been nearly a year now. 58%, by the way, say America's best years are behind us. That's an all-time high in our poll. So what do you do if this is the poll number that is out there? You'd call your adversary in politics terrorists. You then attack MAGA Republicans and claim that they are a threat to democracy. You fast forward just a few weeks later, and what do we see? Well, forget a poll that says the majority of Americans say the country's heading in the wrong direction, and you turn it into democracy, and the threats to democracy being one of the top issues. This is how MSNBC has been able to turn it around by declaring that you, if you like Donald Trump, are a threat to this country. No, it's and particularly from a party that prides itself on supporting 
law enforcement and always criticizing Democrats for the opposite. Um, this is about supporting the rule of law. We live in a country that requires that everyone follow the same set of rules. And if you break the law, you violate the rules, you must be held accountable. We're taught since we're very young. No one is above the law. If that is actually true, then Donald Trump must be held accountable for his conduct. And to see Republican colleagues trying to make excuses from that you played at the beginning of the show, I mean, it's head spinning. Every excuse in the world, and no one has that I've heard of those same Republicans has answered the question, why in the world did Donald Trump take highly classified documents home with him in violation of the law? And keep them for 18 months. Right. What was he doing? Why didn't he just give them back? There's no answer for right. it. And and on this, this point of the threat, I mean, it is striking to me. I think, you know, people ask me about politics. I would say, look, one of the paradoxes here, one of the difficult things about preserving democracy is that most voters are going to vote on things like inflation, right, or choice, right? They're going to they're going to be focused on issues in their day to day lives. Generally, it's going to be hard to get people to care about democracy, the voting issue. And yet, right? Like, Finally well, happened. Right, I mean, <laughs> I, am, I am genuinely pleasantly surprised this NBC News poll, which we've shown a bit of, of the, the, the top issue volunteered by voters, right? Is threats to democracy. Yeah. There it is. Threats to democracy. We did it, folks. The Democratic Party, by attacking you and saying you're a threat to democracy and saying it over and over and over again in just a three-week period, was able to turn it around. All right, but first, I want to tell you about the incredible company, Patriot Mobile. If you are like me and you're sick and tired of giving your money to companies that are fighting against your family values fighting against your First and Second Amendment rights, trying to indoctrinate your kids, then you need to make the switch to the only Christian conservative cell phone company in the U.S. Now, they're not just a company that is a Christian conservative company. They actually take a part of your bill every month when you pay, and they use that money to fight for our First or Second Amendment rights. They use it to fight for the sanctity of life and for adoption services after we have had this big victory with Roe v. Wade. This is a company that's on the front lines fighting for our freedoms. That's why I want you to make the switch to Patriot Mobile, because every time you use your phone, you're going to be making a difference on these important issues. Now, it doesn't matter what your budget is. Patriot Mobile has incredible plans, nationwide coverage, that will work with your budget. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson and get in the fight and stand with a company that's fighting for your values. You can also call them right now, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Now all you got to do is use the promo code Ferguson to get free activation. Plus, special discounts are available for all veterans and first responders. So join the movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call 972-PATRIOT. In fact, there's a new poll out that finds most Americans now see MAGA as a national security threat. This new poll was completed on Wednesday. Just days after Joe Biden gave that speech, looking like he was at the gates of hell, hell declaring war on Donald Trump and anybody that supports him. This is when I go back to it wasn't a mistake. They did this on purpose. 
they knew that they were going to look like they were, you know, Hitler or Mussolini. They didn't care because when you can't run on issues, you have to tell people that there's a threat to their livelihood, their lives, democracy, America, and you point the finger at the other side. And this is how you can change a poll in just two and a half, three weeks. And they did it, by the way. This new poll that was complete on Wednesday finds now that 58% of those polled, including one in four Republicans, said the former president's Make America Great Again movement was threatening America's democratic foundations, quote-unquote. Now, if you think this means people like Biden, it doesn't. Biden didn't come off well in this poll either. In fact, 59% of respondents said the speech he made attacking Trump on September the 1st would further divide the country. But does it matter if you get to a point where 58% of the people in the country, including one in four Americans, believe that if you wear a Make America Great Again hat, that you are now a threat to America's democratic foundations, to our democracy? There's a reason why the president did this in Pennsylvania. He did it at the place where the signing of Declaration of Independence, right? The Bill of Rights. It's also a key battleground state. Biden urged voters to reject Trump and his extremism, and it's working. Democratic leaders now are trying to shore up support ahead of their November midterm elections. And they understand that the best and really the only way to run against the failing economy is to say that the other side is trying to overthrow our democracy. And they said it over and over again with the help of the media. And it literally worked. Just 39% of respondents to the poll said they approved of Biden's approval as a president. But it doesn't matter, right? If you've got now the majority of Americans that believe that MAGA is some sort of domestic terrorist organization, the media has done their job. What issue do you think is the most important issue facing the country? Threat to democracy, 21%. Cost of living under that at 16%. Jobs in the economy, 14%. Immigration, 13%. Climate change, 9%. Guns was below that. Abortion was below that. Crime, only 6%. Other, 4%. Coronavirus, 1%. So when you combine the media into attacking MAGA, and you have a president that will come out as he did and attack attack MAGA and attack Donald Trump. This is how you turn around a midterm election. And they're moving that way. Biden has now made a brilliant move. Sure, they still don't like him, right? America still thinks there's a problem with him. But he did what he needed to do. He did what he needed to do to divide the country, to damage the country. By the way, raiding Donald Trump and the FBI doing what they did, there's enough dumb people in America that they don't see a problem with it now. Right? They have no, they have no problem here with this, right? They, they have, I mean, look, look at what's happening in this country right now. You, you've got California that was called a, 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 an example, right, uh, of what the world should look like with an energy transition where they're now having rolling blackouts and telling people they cannot use energy and they need to put up their ACs to like 80 degrees. White House press secretary says that last week's speech was, quote, not divisive. 
and says now with a poll, the majority of Americans agree we have to protect democracy. So they, they, they've gotten basically the green light to keep up this rhetoric. And has said that not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Would he consider Mitch McConnell a MAGA Republican? I'm not going to go into specific uh, name or people uh, from here. Uh, I, what I will say is, you know, when you go back to the speech, uh, his speech last Thursday, uh, you know, people have talked about uh, if it was divisive. It wasn't divisive. The way that we saw this speech uh, is that he was talking to majority of the country who uh, who agree that... Uh, we have to protect our democracy, uh, who agree that we have to protect our freedom, who agree that we have to protect our rights. And the point of the speech was that he wanted to really point to an inflection point, an inflection time that we were, we were in at this, in this time in our country. And he spoke very clearly. He talked about uh, a minority, a small group of people uh, who have extreme views uh, and who threaten who threatened that very, very um, value, core value of who we are as a country. And, um, and you know, he also asked for people to come together. It didn't matter if you were a Republican or independent or a Democrat. He asked for folks to come together and stand against what we were seeing, uh, the, these attacks. And you don't have to look further than January 6 of 2021 to see what the attack was uh, on our democracy. It was very clear, we all saw it, many of you reported it that day. And when you have people who say uh, pro the protesters on that day were, were patriots, that's problematic. That's coming from leaders. Uh, and uh, from that extreme part of, uh, of the party. And so that's what he was talking about. Uh, he also ended the speech in a very optimistic way in trying to bring people together. And, um, and so I'll, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. It worked, folks. This plan to attack everybody that voted for Donald Trump worked. And the majority of Americans now believe that MAGA is a domestic terrorist organization. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to remind you, by the way, that Biden had no problem with peaceful, quote, protesters outside of restaurants where justices were eating. I want to remind you that this is the party that said that they would not denounce the doxing of Supreme Court justices, a kill list, basically, of where they lived. I want to remind you, this is the same party that supports Black Lives Matter, advocated for Black Lives Matter, and wanted Black Lives Matter to raise money to get people out of jail after they burned down cities. Never, ever forget that part of this story. And the White House press secretary was asked about the peaceful protesters right outside these restaurants. And and, and basically, they call them peaceful, but they're surrounding these justices, putting their lives in danger. The same people that just told you that the MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy. Peaceful protest, uh, people should be allowed to to be able to do that. In a restaurant. If it's outside of a restaurant, if it's peaceful, for sure. Really? Peaceful protest. You were, your first question so to me just, was so, intimidation. So these justices, because protesters do not agree with an opinion that they signed on to, have no right to privacy, is what you're but saying. But Peter, this is, this is, people have the right, to, this is what a democracy is. People, people have, have the right, right to privacy? Of course people have a right to privacy, but people also have a right uh, to be able to protest peacefully. Is that Peacefully, it's the the intimidation and the violence that we condemn. Notice how she keeps saying it's part of democracy, right? It's part of democracy to to surround at dinner people you don't like who are on the Supreme Court. They're, They're now telling you and redefining what a democracy actually is. And if you don't agree with their definition of democracy... You're a domestic terrorist. Barack Obama, 
to his former staffers saying yesterday at the White House when they were putting up their new pictures of he and, and, and former First Lady. I'm especially glad to see so many of you serving President Biden as well as you serve me. If you want to know how deep this goes of them basically doing everything they can to destroy this country, this is the same president that allowed for the spying on Donald Trump and the framing of Donald Trump for a crime which he did not commit in Russian collusion. He's the guy that worked with James Comey to make sure that they were spying on Donald Trump, allowed the FISA court warrants, allowed them to do all the things they did. And he's like, hey, to all my people that were here doing that back then, keep it up. And I'm especially glad to see so many of you serving President Biden as well as you served me. Although, uh, now some of you who, let's face it, you were kids back then, are now in charge and running the show, which is a little shocking. And may also explain some of the gray hairs I'm seeing on some of you. Yeah, let's just keep it going, right? Let's just keep it going. Let's keep the deep state rolling. You guys were here. I indoctrinated when you were young. Now you got gray hair and you're running the show. And the deep state is alive and well, and we are pulling it off. That's what, what, what Barack Obama is telling to Joe Biden. Right? He also says, don't worry. I got your back, Joe. But I was even luckier to have a chance to spend eight years working day and night with a man who became a true partner and a true friend. Joe, it is now America's good fortune to have you as president. You've guided us. I mean, how delusional do you have to be to actually say that? You've guided us into a massive recession, into rising interest rates, into a failed economy, into an energy crisis, into a debacle in Afghanistan. You've allowed for all of this to happen. You know, Hillary Clinton's getting in on the action, too. They had her on The View, right? Because let's bring back that rerun. And she says that Biden did a very important service to the country by calling Republicans fascists. You know, I think he did a very important service to the country in giving the speech that he gave because too many people are not yet aware of how fragile our democracy is. And I'm not going to second guess the language he used uh, because... There has been so much uh, that has gone beyond anything I ever would have dreamed of, um, starting with January 6th, uh, but so many uh, threats of violence and, and mm-hmm. you know, concerns that people are expressing about the country, you know, coming apart and all of that. So I think he did a real service, and I personally thought it was a strong and necessary speech, and mm-hmm. I would not second-guess any of the language. The final thing I would say is, you know, look, fascism is a very big word. I know that. Oh, fascism. Right? You're all fascist now. Fascism fascism is a very big word. Let's look at what that definition means. The meaning of fascism is a political philosophy, movement, or regime, such as that of the fa- fascists, right, that exalts nation and often race above the individual. What is a fascist? A political system headed by a dictator in which a government controls business and labor and opposition is not permitted. That's literally what the Democratic Party is advocating for right now by claiming that the other side is fascist, which is, again, 
threat to democracy. You must vote for us. Don't worry about what's happening in America. Don't worry about how miserable things are in this country. Don't worry about how bad this things have gotten for you and your business and all the fascist things that we actually are doing. We're going to tell you the other side is a group of fascists and a threat to democracy, and the media is going to sell the lie for us. And again, simple definition of fascism is a political system headed by a dictator. Who's the dictator? It's, it's, it's whoever's the Democratic leader at the moment. In which the government controls business and labor and, uh, and opposition is not permitted. Well, if you keep trying to lock up everybody that's on the other side and you tell everybody the other side is a bunch of fascists, right? And you tell them they're domestic terrorists. That's what you are. You are literally a fascist. But hey, listen to ABC News and The View. They'll let her get away with this, claiming she's not the fascist. Her party isn't the, fa- the party of fascism. No, no, no. They're the ones protecting democracy when they're the same party that took away all your rights to, to gather, to worship, to eat out in public, to go to school during the COVID lockdowns. But so is socialism, and the Republicans call every Democrat who wants people to have health care a socialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we do need to be careful with our language. But I think the problem is if you go through the hallmarks of authoritarian regimes, mm-hmm. uh, you see too many Fairless. characteristics, yes. unfortunately, uh, on our uh, Republican side. And my most fervent hope is that Republicans themselves will begin to reject all of that vo- verbally, vocally in their voting and, you know, kind of reconstitute the Republican Party to where it used to be and not the you know party of Trump, which I think is very dangerous uh, to the country. I, I got to go back to when they say the party of Trump. OK, this this is what you need to understand. They hated Mitt Romney. Never forget they hated Mitt Romney, okay? Never forget that Joe Biden said that Mitt Romney's going to put you guys in chains. Never forget what he said about Mitt Romney. That's what he said when Barack Obama was the president. Look at their budget and what they're proposing. Romney wants to let the, he said in the first hundred days, he's going to let the big banks once again write their own rules. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. They're going to put you back in chains. He's pointing at African-Americans when he said that. All right, quickly, I also want to say thank you to our sponsor. Without them, this podcast wouldn't exist. And Legacy Precious Metals is wanting to help you diversify your financial portfolio. If you've been freaking out over what's happening with your IRA, with your 401k, with your investments on Wall Street, the question is, did you invest in gold or silver? Did you diversify your investments so that there is a hedge with your portfolio for inflation? Well, that's exactly what gold and silver has done for so many. It is a hedge to protect when it comes to inflation. Right now is actually a great time for you to protect your investments with gold and silver. No, you didn't miss the opportunity. No, it's not too late. So call and get the investor's guide from the company that not only do I use, but I also trust. Online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can also call them and get the investor's guide for free. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218. 
2218. Also, reminder, make sure you hit that auto download or subscribe button now so that you can get this podcast every day for free. Uh, and make sure you share this podcast on social media by hitting that little forward button right now. If they will do what they did to Mitt Romney, right, with the putting people, you know, you know, he's going to put you back in chains, referring to African-Americans being slaves again. Don't think that, that, that Hillary Clinton and what I played for you just a moment ago is real or authentic. It doesn't matter who's in charge of the Republican Party. They're going to turn you into an extremist, just like they tried to do with Mitt Romney, who's now their favorite useful idiot in the Senate, who finally just gave up and said, screw it, I'll get along with you guys. I don't want people to hate me anymore. I don't want people to be mean to me anymore. So I'll do whatever the hell you want me to do as Democrats. And by the way, if you want to know what they think is a threat to society, a threat to democracy, what it sounds like, Listen to Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell said this from the floor of the Senate about the rolling blackouts and everything happening in California. And they're now attacking him, saying that he is a threat to democracy. And this is part of the problem with the MAGA Republicans. So California Democrats don't want you putting gas in your car. They don't want you to plug in your car either. That's exactly where their war on energy would leave the American people going nowhere fast. They immediately came out, denounced that, and said that that's a threat to democracy. What he just said there is a threat to democracy. You don't think the media is getting in on this? Seth Meyers on Late Night, right, to Amber Ruffin. I don't even know who that is. Honestly, I'm not trying to rip on her. I really don't even know who this guest was. Had this to say about Trump, and this is, again, going back to painting the picture. They're all in on it. Late Night TV's in on it. The media's in on it. The Democrats are in on it. All the print media's in on it because this is now where we've turned the conversation in just a month. The FBI raided Mar-a-Lago and found a bunch of classified stuff, and I was like, what? Is Trump in real trouble? Does that mean... Could it possibly mean... Maybe he'll go to jail? No, a- Amber, I just, I just wouldn't get your hopes up, you know? Yeah, you're right. There it is. That's late night, right? Let's put Donald Trump in jail. Maybe he's going to jail. This is how you get people to the point where the majority of Americans think that MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy. This is why the raid on Mar-a-Lago was good for Democrats. They don't care about the laws. They are fascists, right? This is how they roll. This is what they do. I mean, you, you you look at even the economy today. Powell's came out and said, don't see a case for Fed to move to single mandate. The Fed chairman said none of the high inflation would have happened without the pandemic. Again, bailing out the Democrats on their policies. The chair said we need to keep it up until the job is done. We'll never and we're not going to take on external political considerations. It's part of what he said. Listen to this. This out in my remarks last week, two weeks ago at Jackson Hole, 10 days ago, that Uh, What Paul Volcker did and the Fed did to finally get inflation under control followed several failed attempts to get inflation under control. And and what had happened over the course of that long period of the great inflation is that the public had really come to think of higher inflation as the norm and to expect it to continue. And that's what what made it so hard to get inflation down in that case. So it it is very much uh, our view and my view that we need to act now forthrightly, strongly, as we have been doing, and we need to keep at it until the job is done to avoid that. We think we can avoid the, the kind of very high social costs that, that Paul Volcker and the Fed uh, had to bring in, into play in order to get inflation back down and set us up then for, for a long period of, of price stability. 
So there it is. Just vote for these guys again. Somehow we'll fight this thing. We'll get through it. None of this is the fault of the Democrats and policies and massive spending. Uh, notice how he didn't mention anything about the big bill they just passed, right? The, 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 the stop inflation bill, right? The Inflation Reduction Act that had nothing to do with inflation and had everything to do with green spending. The number one thing, the most money in that deal was about green alternative energy, the same green alternative energy that these fascists are mandating on you in California. California right now, while they're also mandating that you don't actually charge your electric vehicle. But if you question them, you're the problem. Right? You're, you're, you're the problem. Governor DeSantis, by the way, going on offense. God bless him for going on offense. He, he criticized California as the liberals are criticizing Florida. And this is what he had to say, fighting back. You know, you hear all this stuff. I mean, I hear a lot of people chirping about Florida from like California. They're so worried about Florida. They can't even keep the power on in California. I mean, are you kidding me? Someone told me that they will be able, once all the people that want to move to Florida move out of there, then maybe they'll have uh, adequate power. But I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And so, you know, we've been able to do that. Part of it, though, is just, you know, we stood for people's rights. We stood for people's freedoms. And, and obviously, the state has done very well. We have more people employed in Florida than we did prior to COVID. Yeah. Now, he's a fascist, too. Remember, there anybody's a fascist is successful right now. You know, Leon Panetta coming out today. This is one of the guys that's a part of the deep state, one of the guys under Clinton, one of the guys under Obama, one of the guys under Biden, right? And he came out and he said, hey, the DOJ must decide by tomorrow whether to accept the judge's approval of a special master. And he came out and said, because, look, they want blood. They want Donald Trump to go to prison. Listen. It's the issue that is at stake here. Mr. Secretary, good morning. It's Willie Geis. As someone who was the head of the Defense Department and who ran the CIA and has spent so much of his life protecting the United States of America, what is your reaction, first of all, just to seeing the sheer volume of documents discovered by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago and then the classification of those documents? Look, that, this is a very serious matter, uh, and I think the American people need to understand how serious it is because it involves our national security. The reason we classify uh, documents is in order to protect our national security and make sure that our adversaries, our enemies, are not going to get access to our our most important secrets. And so that's why we provide uh, the classification. That's why we provide the process of protecting those documents. That's why everyone who's involved with secret and top secret documents knows there is a procedure to follow in order to make sure that we don't jeopardize our national security. And to have a situation where these most sensitive documents have been thrown into a box and brought to a country club uh, in Florida, where there's a very good chance uh, our most important secrets could have been compromised as a result of that. Uh, I, th- I think this is a serious matter and that uh, ultimately this investigation, as it proceeds, has to determine who's going to be held accountable. Who's going to be held accountable. This is the same guy that had no problem with Hillary Clinton keeping classified documents on an unsecured server in her basement tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of documents and then she destroyed the servers and then had her staff smash the blackberries which had classified documents on it with no problem these by the way documents 
were actually in a secure location and the Secret Service was securing the perimeter where the president happens to live. The idea that someone's just going to walk in and grab these documents is insane. But he's got major concerns now, and somebody has to be held accountable for this. This is the deep state. So congratulations. I'll give it to the Democrats. You pulled it off. You went from the worst news in the world in three and a half weeks. You turned it around to now anyone that voted for Donald Trump and the speech that the president gave was a grand success. Wake up, America. And you better focus in on the midterms. Because if you don't focus on the midterms, these are the people that are going to be coming after you. These are the same people that just weaponize with firearms the IRS to come after you. We need people that are willing to shoot people with the IRS. That's literally what their job posting basically said. And then they'll look at you and say, you're the fascist and I'm the one protecting democracy. This is the narrative and how the deep state and the media are pulling this off in real time. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts.